Anybody reads, read his mind. Hello. Hello. Can anybody hear my voice? Anybody out there? Anybody hears me? Please respond. Table talk. Back again. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? <laughs> I'll be damned. Is everyone still alive out there? I heard there's this uh, Corona thing taking over. President Trump been talking about it. Going to send us our money. Ain't that right, baby? That's right, baby. Yeah, President Trump out here. Twelve hundred dollars. I want. I want that for me and my wife. Just kidding. All right, let's uh, pick up where we left off. Uh, so our last episode, we talked about how we were going to be doing our gender reveal. Um, that was uh, our gender reveal is February twenty second. So this is our first show since around that time. Uh, as you guys may have heard already, that I uh, got rim checked on the gender reveal, and the blue powder went everywhere. So that means we are having a boy. It's a boy. Oh boy. Uh, we're very excited and um, can't wait for that. Uh, due date is in July, so we're just patiently waiting for uh, the little booger to come uh, and start that chapter in our life together. It's going to be a lot of fun. Okay, let's uh, get down to business. Uh, February 28th, uh, which was a Thursday, I believe. Um, so the next day, Friday morning, I went down to the garage where we do this fabulous podcast, uh, opened the door, walked to the desk and I looked at it and I was like, why would Sam take everything down and put it away? And then it clicked real fast that somebody broke in and stole all this podcast gear plus other stuff. Which led to the next six weeks of our life in the fight to get all this stuff back. Uh, so I call my wife right away and I say, uh, somebody broke in and took the stuff. And my wife came down and she said, because she is a first responder, as many of you know, she's a firefighter. And she's like, well, there's no sign of forced entry. So... There's either two things. You forgot to lock it and they just walked in or they had a key. And I knew there was no way that I forgot to lock the door because that's it's just I'm super paranoid about that kind of thing. And in fact, if there's ever a doubt in my mind I didn't lock it, I will go back down and check. And so that lead us, led us to believe that the criminal had a key, which made us think it was... Uh, the person who used to lease the garage before us at this apartment complex who happens to live right uh, next door, whose dad is the maintenance man and the suspect is kind of an asshole. He's always on his phone at like two in the morning talking super loud. Yo, Hablo Espanol. Because I've been doing my Duolingo, so there we go. Muy bien. Como estas? Yo quiero Taco Bell. That sounds good. So we called the cops and kind of told them what we thought. Uh, and it was a dead end. They had nothing. We had nothing. So I started calling pawn shops 
uh, that Friday. And the first pawn shop I called, a lady answered, and I kind of explained what was going on. I said, hey, someone, uh, I asked, I was like, hey, has anybody dropped off any uh, podcast equipment? She said, yeah, we actually had a drop off earlier today. And I was like, oh, well, somebody broke in and stole all my gear. Can you uh, tell me what it was? And that uh, little twat wouldn't tell me anything because they have, I guess, privacy laws and stuff. And I said, okay, well, here, I'm in the market for this, this, and this. Uh, and I just listed off everything that was stolen from me. And I said, do you have any of these for sale? She said, we do not have anything like that for sale, matching that description. So a little bummed. And so that night we went and we bought uh, two ring security cameras because that's how paranoid I was. Put one on the front door and then one on the garage door uh, where the person broke in. Uh, we were pretty much, I was up all night, just couldn't sleep. That, it's a gross feeling when somebody violates your privacy and takes your stuff. Um, it sucks. But uh, that night on our ring camera, we caught the same person who we thought it was the maintenance man's son, who we who we pretty much knew right away, took the stuff. We caught him stealing a package from someone else. So uh, the next day, I contacted the apartment, uh, and well, we were in contact before then, but I showed them the video and I said, "This is who we think it is," and we are, and they told us they didn't change the locks, and that you know it was possible they could have uh, still had a key. And uh, so we, so later on that day, I went to a different pawn shop. I went there in person and I was talking uh, to a gentleman there and I was explaining everything that happened and I was looking and he told me that he's like, well, you know, in Hillsborough and Aloha, they have a two week hold law where they have to hold it for at least two weeks before they can sell it. So that got me thinking, you know, knives out type mystery that the first person I called, she said they had a podcast drop off that day, the same day my stuff was stolen, but they didn't have anything like that for sale. So not, she didn't say she didn't have any of that in the back, but they didn't have anything for sale. So we called uh, the officer and sent him over there to check the pawn shop. And sure enough, it was there. So... Not only was our, uh, we nailed the suspect, we nailed the location, and we nailed the, um, how we did it. So he had a key, he took it to the pawn shop, and we, yeah, so now, so we pretty much gave the police department of Hillsboro uh, a slam dunk. Uh, we were Kobe Bryant. We threw an amazing alley-oop to Shaq. Uh, they dunked it, but turns out that it didn't count. So the officer calls me, says uh, he's about ready to return it. And then he calls me back like 10 minutes later and saying he can't return it to me yet because it's part of evidence and there's some paperwork I have to file and stuff like that to be able to get my stuff back because the pawn shops are technically victims because they paid 90 bucks for my $2,000 worth of gear. Um, so, you know, I was, uh, I called, you know, I kept calling them every day, leaving messages. 
their sergeant, uh, sergeant douchebag, what's eating Gilbert Grape, who uh, would communicate with me, who uh, through Grapevine was saying I was acting like a whiny bitch and a snowflake. But that's fine. You can call me whatever you want. I just want my stuff back. So, uh, they're not working with me. They're saying I have to file some types of motion. So I call the courthouse and I say, Hey, I got to file this type of motion. They said, we can't file that type of motion because there's no paperwork on it yet. La di la la. They keep sending me in circles. So I send another email to the, uh, supervisor of the police records and evidence. And I ask them to not waste my time and to let me know what I have to do and not to give me false information on how to get my stuff. I sent an email to the governor, to the mayor, city council, called the DA's office. Uh, none of that was working. They all just kept jerking me off. So, uh, so I finally, I was like, all right, well, I guess we're just going to have to do this the hard way. So I contacted uh, uh, attorney's office. They gave me a reference to uh, a different attorney who said would be a bulldog in this type of thing. And his name is uh, Mike, uh, how do you pronounce the last name? Mike Sagan? Say, say it louder. Sahagian. Sahagian here in Hillsboro. Uh, super awesome. Uh, he told me, he's all, hey, this is what I need you to do. I need you to go to the pawn shop. I need you to get them a letter releasing them of ownership. And then I will send the city attorney a letter uh, asking for them to release it. So I go to the Hillsborough Pawn and Jewelry. I speak with the owner, Evan. Uh, I give him the 90 bucks that he was out. Uh, it was kind of hard to do, but it's not his fault that uh, the guy who stole from us is a piece of crap. And I just wanted my stuff back. Hopefully we can get that back later. Um, he writes a letter. Uh, and then so I send it to uh, Mike Sahagian. And he writes a letter to the city attorney. I get an email yesterday, finally. So six weeks later, I get an email saying, you know, oh, we were trying to have him do this all along, la di la di la I'm a piece of crap. Hillsborough Police Department uh, is full of a bunch of incompetent twats, can't do anything right. Uh, I do want to say the officer, uh, Draper, who did all this, I guess uh, he's pretty solid, did some solid stuff for us. Uh, even though we gave him the suspect, the pawn shop, pretty much everything. Uh, the rest of them, I, uh, everyone else I dealt with, um, can absolutely suck my butthole for all I care. Uh, and I've always been super pro law enforcement. As you know, my wife's a first responder. I love the cops. We need them. Uh, they're underpaid. All first responders are underpaid. Uh, we can't function without them, but good Lord. Hillsborough needs to pull their head out of their ass. I spoke with so many different departments and agencies that were like, it's, and they all said it's completely unacceptable and unbelievable that they wouldn't return my property to me, that there's no reason why they, why they should keep holding it. It honestly felt like I was in an episode of punked where they were just messing. I was waiting for Ashton Kutcher to just jump out and say, ha got you, but whatever. We got it back. Uh, a lot of waste of sleep and stuff. Uh, suspect, uh, Neri Figueroa Acosta Salvador douchebaggy, uh, complete waste of human life, uh, is still on the loose. They haven't been able to find him, even though we called, uh, 
multiple times and said he was here, come get him because he's not allowed to be on the premise. A couple times they said they weren't able to uh, because apparently the correct paperwork wasn't filed and stuff. So uh, frustrating. The one time they did, they had like six units here and the maintenance man went and opened the door. So, uh, yeah, daddy's uh, enabling little boy to go out and uh, steal a bunch of stuff. But we got it back, right, babe? Some of the stuff. Yeah, there's some stuff that uh, a pair of headphones, which I can just get a new one. Um, my Apple headphones, which I can just get a new pair. Uh, but they took some of uh, Jossie's grandfather's tools that she got after he passed away. Um, so, yeah, that sucks that we haven't been able to recover that. And chances are the rest of the stuff that was taken. Oh, and the assholes took my heater. <sighs> but that's fine. Screw them, too. Uh, chances are we won't ever get any of that back. But maybe. You never know. I didn't think we'd find this stuff, and we got it. So, uh, fingers crossed that hopefully we can... I uh, recover the rest of the stuff. Uh, and I uh, even told the father that if uh, his son just uh, returns everything, we'd be more than happy to cooperate and be in his favor uh, to not press charges. We just wanted our stuff back. But uh, apparently uh, trashy people are going to trash. So C's going to see, right, babe? And then, uh, let's see, what date happened? Uh, there's been something going on in this country and in this world, I can't even remember. Um, March 16th, our state went into a shutdown. Uh, holy crap, everything has been canceled. We've been staying inside, ordered to stay inside unless you can go on a walk or go to a grocery store. All gyms are closed, which sucks because I was about ready to dunk, but I guess there's other things to worry about. Um, so right now let's go over some things you guys can do while you're in shutdown to not blow your freaking brains out. Um, so we're, we, so we've been watching a lot of movies, obviously. Um, I don't want to hear any complaining from you guys because my wife's been on pelvic rest during this stay inside. So all you guys can just, uh, man up because you know what? Nobody has it worse than I do. Right, babe? Drama. I'm drama. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, movies we watched, we watched, uh, Harriet, which is, uh, about Harriet Tubman. And, uh, the sad thing is we've told two people about that movie and well, we've told more, but two people did not know who Harriet Tubman was. <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing. It's like, why are we even talking to you? <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> but, oh, uh, then I, uh, we watched both Jumanji 1 and 2, the new ones with Rock and Kevin Hart and Jack Black. Uh, those are some of the best movies I think we'll probably ever watch. Jack Black is a killer in that movie. Uh, then we watched uh, Richard Jewell. That's a pretty good movie about the um, Atlantic City bombings during the Olympics. Uh, I think it was in 96. That was pretty good. Uh, we watched Mr. Rogers with Tom Hanks. Uh, we didn't really like it. Mr. Rogers is awesome. Oh, I'm twisting. Sorry. Uh, Mr. Rogers was an awesome man. Tom Hanks, I think, probably had corona while he was filming that film because it just wasn't very good. But, you know, it wasn't terrible. Uh, we also watched Spies in Disguise with uh, Will Smith. 
that was a great uh, movie. So if you have kids or you just like cartoon movies like uh, like The Girl and I Do, uh, we watched Abominable. Abominable. How do you say that? Abominable? Yeah, uh, she just wants to keep saying it. Abominable, the snowman movie. Uh, that was pretty good. Um, and then we watched Onward last night, and that was a great movie with uh, Chris Pratt. Uh, that was super good. Uh, as far as like TV shows, uh, we started watching this show called All American on Netflix. If you can get past the super cheesy, dramatic high school scene, um, then it's a pretty good football show. If you can get past it, but I would I would say watch it. Uh, we also have been watching The Rookie, uh, Chicago Fire, Chicago PT, Chicago PD, excuse me. Uh, this is us. Uh, any other shows? Of course, The Office. We did not watch Tiger King with Joe Exotic. Uh, we're not into uh, sexual assault, even when it's man on man. Don't think it's funny. And also, poor tigers. Um, podcasts I've been listening to. Uh, Bill Burr, of course, Joe Rogan, Ben Shapiro, uh, Dan Patrick Show, and Dave Ramsey. I actually watch those live on YouTube most days. Uh, pull up with CJ McCollum. The big podcast with Shaq. Sports Wars. Right now they're doing a pretty good uh, series on Tiger Woods and kind of how giant of a piece of crap he was. Uh, how to Money. Um, office Ladies. So I don't want to hear any of you ladies saying I'm sexist because I threw in my... Uh, my token female podcast, Office Ladies, with uh, Angela Martin and um, Jenna Fisher. You sound even more sexist calling me token woman. Hey, I do not. A thousand percent. Oh, my gosh. Any guy who claims a woman is a token woman. Hey, I'm a feminist through and through. You are not. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah? You just want my money. <laughs> hey, I let you make more money than me. That's how feminist I am. Wow. Uh, the book I've been reading is uh, The Impossible First by Colin O'Brady. He is the, the stud from Portland that is the first person to travel across Antarctica unassisted and alone. So it was just him solo out there. Couldn't refill with supplies. Great book. I haven't finished it yet. I have to uh, pace myself through books or else I'd go bankrupt buying different books every week. Uh, we've also been playing some uh, Nintendo 64, uh, some Tony Hawk Pro Skater, and Mario. My wife is a Mario nerd. I caught her on YouTube looking up how to beat certain levels. And I'm not going to lie, it gave me a boner. <laughs> uh, but I've been doing the regular Nintendo, doing uh, some Mike Tyson Punch-Out, Mario 3, Mario 1, Techno Bowl. Um... And then as far as uh, exercising, we've been trying to work out daily, uh, but it, you can only do so much in home before you kind of lose your mind. So we've been doing some P90X. Uh, my wife has been YouTubing exercise videos and has been crushing it. Um, yeah, six months pregnant and outlifting all you guys out there. So... In your face. I don't want to hear any excuses from anyone. My wife's lifting for two. 
and you should have seen me. I was pooping for two today, man. We went on a little walk, and let me tell you, duty was called, and I barely made it back, and just extreme bowel explosiveness blew the toilet up. I don't know what was going on, but that's how I know my wife loves me. She uh, wiped for me and everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've been playing board games, uh, Yahtzee, Clue. That's pretty much it. Uh, we even FaceTimed with uh, our uh, friends of the podcast, uh, Zach and his wife, and did some Yahtzee. Uh, FaceTiming with different people, that helps us stay connected. So if you're lonely out there, start uh, FaceTiming, Zooming people. Uh, really get your community strong. Check in on people. See how they're doing. Uh, ask people if they need anything. There's, you know, there's a lot of uh, sick people or who can't go out because they already have a weak immune system. So if you can, offer to go get groceries for neighbors. Maybe uh, if someone's out of work, uh, you know, give them a hundred bucks just to help ease the pain. Uh, if you're, uh, my wife and I were both uh, blessed to still be earning a paycheck during this time. Uh, so the financial strain hasn't happened to us. So we like to try and help people out when we can. Uh, it's the best thing you can do with money is, uh, is just see the reaction. Even just a small gift like 100 can really just brighten someone's day up. So that's been fun. Um, so yeah, this whole uh, COVID-19 Wuhan virus, uh, Chinese virus, Kung flu, whatever you racist a-holes want to call it, uh, it's been pretty crazy. I've been journaling about this every day. I've never seen anything like this happen. It absolutely tanked the market. Uh, in the first two weeks, there's been over 10 million unemployment uh, filings. The most before that in a week was 650,000. So we're already times in that by 10. Uh, the projections were saying for when it first started that there could be anywhere from one to two million deaths. And then the University of Washington model that everyone's been kind of relying on said there'd be, uh, when it started, about 200,000 deaths. And that also took into account the social distancing we've been doing. And then today, the new projected number was about uh, 60,000. Uh, so we're kind of getting this thing uh, somewhat under control. Uh, this is supposed to be the worst week, and so far, by numbers, it has. But it has not been as nearly as bad as uh, the models projected and what we kind of thought things were going to happen. Uh, It'd be interesting to actually talk to someone who has tested positive and to kind of see uh, how they were feeling, how bad it was. Because I know, I know some people get it and they don't even feel anything. And then some people get it and it's just absolutely crushing. Um, I was listening to one uh, NFL player. Uh, he had it and he just thought it was like the worst thing of his life. He thought he was going to die, uh, but he didn't. And his wife had it, and she was completely fine, which uh, makes me think this is somewhat of a man flu. But, uh, and then uh, we've also been uh, doing that uh, Facebook Live uh, series uh, called Nine Months with Courtney Cox. 
Uh, we've been doing a lot of filming for that. That comes out Mother's Day weekend. Make sure you search for us, Jocelyn and Caleb, in Portland, nine months with Courtney Cox. America, you're going to fall in love with us because I don't want to toot our horn, but we're pretty cute. We're pretty adorable. And yeah, and Ralph will be in there a lot. Uh, I constantly cry. I cry over everything. Uh, so you'll see a lot of me crying, a lot of me without a shirt on, apparently. Um, oh my gosh, babe. Um, but so yeah, that's that's been a lot of fun been doing that. And let's see, what do we else do we got, babe? Oh, we close on a house. Hopefully this Friday we'll be signing the papers. Yeah, for our house. Yeah, so that's cool. We're gonna be moving out of Oregon. So I am thrilled to say that no longer my tax dollars will be supporting Hillsborough Police Department. So in their face, we just sent a check to the federal government for about $2,100 because apparently the $11,000 they already took out of our paychecks for federal income tax wasn't enough. They needed to stick it in our rears. So there's that. Uh, good thing is I'll be working from home and in the state of Washington, uh, there's no state income tax. So that's solid. Um, so yeah, closing on a house is fun. Uh, we're both working. That's going well. Uh, going to Costco or Fred Meyers feels like it's going to Disneyland these days. It's been a lot of fun when you get stuck inside. But yeah, uh, trying to uh, clear your mind. People, I know it's a weird time. Uh, if you have the funds available, definitely get into the stock market. Uh, via Robinhood, you could do that. That's easy. I know there's other apps out there, but uh, some stocks I really like: uh, Penn, AMC. Um, let's see what else. Uh, Amarin, I believe that's how you pronounce it. Yeah, I think that's a. Uh, yeah, those three are good, but pretty much everything right now is pretty solid. It's all pretty low, so you're bound to make money in the long run. So that's good. Uh, house is closing. Things are good. I just wanted to check in with you guys. Uh, hopefully Fridays we'll be getting our uh, sports. There's a lot of stuff to cover. I didn't want to go over that because I wanted to somehow try and get uh, Sam and Zach on the phone sometime and get that. So we can talk about the Tom Brady stuff, all sports being canceled, um, that exciting stuff. But yeah, Tom Brady to Tampa Bay, that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I don't know anybody who called that. I said San Diego, and I thought for sure he was going to be going to San Diego, but I was wrong. Let's see, we had some uh, questions uh, sent. Hey, babe, what questions did you have? Uh, you want me to read it? Yeah. Come over here, though. Ladies and gentlemen, standing in at 5'10". 5'10". How tall are you? 5'8"? <laughs> at 5'8". A buck 40 because she's six months pregnant. <laughs> the best firefighter in the state of Oregon. Ladies and gentlemen, Jocelyn. 
Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. <laughs> it's me, Jocelyn. And on this next segment is Jocelyn. Hey, Jocelyn. Hey, baby. All right, what questions we got? So, from what you posted and me reposting, only one person responded. But it is a very good question. And you have to be honest and not say, it's the best thing ever. <laughs> the question is from Olivia saying, how do you live with yourself when she's at work for the whole night or does overtime? Like not having your spouse to sleep next to. Uh, that's a good question, Olivia. I appreciate the engagement. Um, so when I get off work and I get done working out and I have like some free time, the first like 20 minutes is kind of cool because then I can just kind of relax and not have to worry. Um, but once, uh, once after that, it's kind of, it kind of sucks not having uh, Joss around. I have to like figure out what I do for dinner. Usually it's like a piece of chicken or something. Uh, thank God we have the world's best cat because he's very entertaining. Um, but I'm very schedule oriented. So I always, uh, you know, work, work out, or lately, not to brag, but work out, then work, then work out again because I'm so bored. Read. That was a brag. Yeah, that was a brag. Uh, read, kind of get my daily, you know, goals done. And then hopefully by that, hopefully my day has been busy enough. So about eight thirty nine, I can finally start winding down and then just go to bed. So I just try and stay busy to distract myself um, from the loneliness that I get when she's gone. But yeah, what about you? What's it like being away from me when you're working? I'm distracted, so I'm not really thinking about it. Uh, what's it going to be like when we have a baby and you're on shift overnight, though? I'm sure. It's oh, my God. Don't cry. Oh, I'm not. <laughs> wow. Wipe those tears, girl. I wish. I'm sure it's going to be difficult. And Oh, my God. Pull your pants up. It will be. My shirt's off too weird. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. Go ahead. And, you know, FaceTiming is yeah. probably going to be our best friend. Or Zoom. <laughs> are we gonna call Ralphin? Yeah. So I'm sure it'll be a completely different dynamic. And besides, keep going. You're good. Wanting to talk with you or seeing you, it'll be amplified by having a little guy at home too. And yeah, I know it'll be exhausting on you. And yeah, piece of cake. Yeah, you say that now. Oh, we got it. Yeah, we got this. But it'll be an interesting transition, and I'm sure it'll be a little stressful going back to the busiest station in the district, going back home to a baby who doesn't sleep at night. So, well, we have Nyquil, so we'll get that little guy sleeping. Uh, <laughs> uh, did you get any other questions? Um, this question here says. Did you check your butt? <laughs> Look at Mr. Timon likes. Who's that? I don't know. It's a cat. <laughs> he just liked the question. Yeah. It just says <laughs> nothing. Yeah. The most beautiful cats. <laughs> so that's all it says is he just said. Yeah, it's by a kitty cat. <laughs> Mr. Timon likes. 
So are you asking me what Mr. Timon likes? Mm. What else? What are the questions? I'll read them. So Mr. Timon likes my butt. And okay, let's see what else. Uh, Taylor says, what are you most excited and scared for with this new little babe entering the world? I think what I'm most excited about is uh, just getting to experience a whole new journey with my wife and just that new feeling of something new that neither of us have ever experienced that my seed in your egg created a human being. Isn't that weird? That's so weird. It's like, what have we been saying? And what have you been saying? Like that eight seconds yeah. has led to nine months, which will lead to the rest of our lives. Even with the six seconds to smoke a cigarette after. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Uh, the thing I'm scared for the most, uh, feeding the baby and choking, baby choking. Uh, you're not supposed to have blankets in the crib. I didn't know that. So uh, sudden infant death syndrome, SIDS. Um, that's scary, but I think just with uh, intentionality and hopefully a little bit of luck and preparation, things should be fine. What are, what are you nervous about? Honestly, my biggest worry is the amount of stress this will put on our marriage. And mm. our dynamics. And I guess you always fear the unknown. So not knowing how we're going to adapt together. Because everyone adapts differently. Separate. So it's how we'll adapt together. And yeah. adjust through the lack of sleep. And, you know, luckily for me, I have a job where I have to adapt and overcome with lack of sleep. And I have an an idea of what that's like. So um, I feel like that set me up for uh, an idea of what it will be like, but adding another component to that, which would be you not having sleep and us having that, you know, that open vulnerable relationship where we can just take our grumpiness out on each other. Yeah. But I'll, I'll have plenty of sleep. Why? Well, I don't know. Like you have to get up to feed the baby, and I'll be sleeping. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, Emily Doe asks, "Who farts more?" Um, so I think if I had to rank the four members of this family, number one would be Ralph, mm -hmm. then the baby, then Jossie, then me. No. What? Caleb has the grossest smelling farts in the world. And they're so loud that the neighbors can hear him. <laughs> it's it's only when you bake me sugar-filled carbs, like cookies and cinnamon rolls, which I'll probably have another one tonight. Oh. But, yeah. No, uh, but seriously, guys, and everyone from Caleb's past life knows how much he farts. But ever since he's been on his carnivore diet, he's hardly farted. Thank you. And now that we're in quarantine and I'm bored and I bake, so I'm basically the one to blame. Yes. He has the stinkiest, still the loudest. <laughs> I'm just guessing he has a gaping butthole. I don't even go near there <laughs> with the acoustics that come out of that thing. I'm acapella. But 
he could probably wipe out the coronavirus with his... That's probably why we haven't gotten it. His poop air. <laughs> All right. And then the last question I had was from Alexis, who was a former guest on the podcast. She was the survivor of that horrific incident in uh, Las Vegas. The shooting, she said, how is the free of debt journey going? So I'm assuming that's a debt-free thing. Um, uh, well, yeah, so we've been debt-free for about uh, two years now. No consumer debt. Of course, we're about ready to go into debt for about $400,000 on the house. But um, as we know, real estate is an investment that goes up. So our goal is to get that paid off on uh, the next seven to 14 years as we did a 15-year fixed mortgage. Uh, so our goal is to get out of that as soon as we can. Well, not as soon as we can, but um, have like a 10-year plan. For sure, by the time our uh, little buddy's going to college, we'll be well debt-free by then. Mm -hmm. But it's nice not having to worry about uh, a car payment or student loans anymore. Or personal loans or anything like that so it's especially in a time like this with such uncertainty it's you know having a fat fat stack and the savings and just not uh, having any payments so literally everything we make goes to snacks and savings heavy on the snacks. heavy on the snacks caleb's done a great job uh directing us with all this in our finances He's definitely the numbers guy, and I'm definitely the free spirit. He's just like, okay, I guess we have money, so we're good. Yeah, but Jossie's, she's a, a conservative spender. She does not like to spend money. Mm -mm. Unless it's on gummy bears. Even then, it's hard. I think it stems from my childhood, but it's good to be frugal, but it's also good to spend. You see what? Uh, how long this has been? How long? 37. 37. Oh, we got a couple more minutes. What else? Uh, Josh, what do you, I know uh, staying inside has been a lot harder on you than it is me because I'm kind of an introvert. Mm -hmm. um, what What would you say the difference is when you have a good day uh, opposed to a bad day when you're kind of feeling, because mm -hmm. it, it's mentally exhausting having mm -hmm. to stay inside for so long. And you can't really do anything. Mm -hmm. It can really mentally mess with your mind. Honestly, I think it's just how I wake up, the mood I wake up in. Mm. Um, you know, I'm not too hormonal right now. At this point in my pregnancy, it's just more of a feeling of what's the weather like? What is the one thing I've done to get me going for the day? And if I... I'm still trying to figure out what gets me going. And if I don't do whatever it is in the morning to kind of motivate me, my day is just kind of depressing feeling. Yeah. And like you said, I thrive. I'm an extrovert, so I thrive on my, my outside relationships and friendships and community. And um, also like, Caleb said earlier some of the workouts we do aren't that challenging for me so humble brag it's whatever you know so not being able to go and doing to do all the workouts that I feel like I really need to do to get that exertion and uh, the feeling of accomplishment it just 
going to bed still wired and my mind racing. I pretty much do my workouts to quiet my mind. Mm. And I'm not getting that right now. And I notice what helps me is like kind of having a checklist of things to do. So like I'll get up, I'll work out, I'll shower. And then just those two things alone just completely just put you in such a better mood. Uh, even when you don't want to work out, if you just do it, like you just end up in such a better mood afterwards and showering as well. Like even if you don't work out, but you just get up and shower, rinse off. What's a shower? <laughs> you think. <laughs> um, that's good. Uh, that helps me. And then uh, I would also say not being so strict on a diet, you know, is pretty key too to not losing your mind. If you're just like counting calories mm. and super strict while not being able to go outside, you're just going to lose your mind. Well, then you're going to just like obsess over it, right? Yeah. And you're, all you're going to think about is food. Yeah. And so that's why like last night, you know, or what, Monday night I had three cookies, <laughs> which Jossie makes the best cookies. And then your little cinnamon roll things that aren't mm. cinnamon rolls. Like I had two of those last night. I made cinnamon rolls, but instead of the cinnamon inside, I put... A blueberry homemade uh, blueberry compote, and then the frosting was a cream cheese lemon frosting. Um, yeah, it's probably a thousand calories per one, and it was amazing. It's whatever. And that's probably why I exploded in the toilet today. Mm. Yeah, here Zach tried calm. Let me uh, calm. Oh, this is he not know this is my podcast now? Yeah. Let's see. He must be listening live. He. That's loud. I can hear. Oh. I can hear. Okay. I'm just about to answer the phone right now. Zach's not going to answer because he's call, so he's all butt hurt. Your call has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging system. Five, zero, three. Oh, I bet I should hang up so nobody has this number. <laughs> oh, good news. My federal return was accepted by the IRS. Oh, weird. Oh, good. Um, I didn't think they would turn down the money. President Trunk. Well, baby, uh, anything else you can think of you want to add? Uh, You know, the, even though we haven't seen the Tiger King, I really just think we should play it cool like Carol Baskin. <laughs> All right, hold on, Zach's calling. What's up, bro? You be on the podcast right now. We recording. Oh, what was oh, that? He hung up. He hung up. Was he laughing or coughing? I don't know, but I hope Zach hears this. But he is the worst. <laughs> so I'm dying. I'm choking. Hey, what's up, man? Uh, none. What? Were, were you dying right Hello? there? Can you hear me? Caleb. Can you hear me? Hello? Wait, why can't he hear me? 
old speaker in. Hey, what's up? What's up, dude? What's up with you not answering my goddamn call? I've been trying. I, I was answering. I don't know. I, that you were plugged into the iRig and it wasn't. Uh, don't don't talk bad. To Does me. everyone here on here know that John Riggins is my great uncle? Probably not. You should probably let them know that. Hey, all twenty people. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had the phone connected to the iRig, but you couldn't hear me for some reason. I'll have to figure out what's so going. So, are you recording a podcast right now? Yeah, we just yeah, did a, a little update on uh, no sports. I said uh, I want to wait for sports until I can get you and Sam on the phone. But still recording. But, yeah, just uh, went over the theft, gender reveal, kind of the shutdown, crap like that. Just a quick... How's, uh, how's Courtney Cox doing? We went over that, doing well. She's... Oh, she, uh, she actually dropped my name today, according to some sources. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's like, she's such a slut. She's pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> what a slut. Yeah. She got knocked up. Did you hear about that? Uh, Alright, well, I was just figuring out what your plan was with the cast if we were going to call in some stuff or whatever, but yeah. it seems like you had it all squared away. So. Yeah, let me uh, figure out this iRig and then we can do like a three way call like Friday with Sam and you and get Alright, we'll just keep you up to date then. Alright, we'll do. Alright, see ya. Bye. Well, I guess that's uh, it for the show. Uh, we'll be back again soon. Uh, you'll be getting a lot of updates from Dross and I. And, uh, yeah. Make sure you subscribe, leave a comment, follow on the gram, send your questions. We're here to answer every week. Bye.